0: From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars.
1: This will be the first of several minibuses, Madam Speaker, that will be coming to the floor over uh, this work period. It is my intention to pass all 12 appropriation bills through the House by the end of June.
0: And that was House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland, Promising to get all the House spending bills done for fiscal 2020 this month. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ budget newsletter. And joining me today is Jennifer Schutt, who covers appropriations for CQ and is an occasional co host of this podcast. Welcome back, Jen.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And we want to talk about the nearly $1 trillion spending package coming to the House floor this week which combines five of the 12 annual spending bills that fund the government. Jen, what's the strategy here? Why are they bundling all these bills together, and uh, and do they have the votes to pass it?
1: So bundling spending bills together for floor debate is pretty common. We saw Republicans do this when they controlled the House the past couple of years. It helps to speed up debate a little bit, and it also really helps with the whip count. So you can potentially combine bills that are a little less favorable with bills that would be pretty difficult for lawmakers to vote against, and so that helps you avoid some of the close vote counts, which could have potentially been a concern in this group of original House spending bills.
0: So, what are they packaging together here, and is it going to help them?
1: It is a defense spending bill, labor, HHS, education, legislative branch, state, foreign ops, and
0: uh, energy, water. I think. Yes. Okay. And so two of the biggest bills of the year, defense, which Republicans like, and the labor, health, and human services bill that Democrats really like, are going to be all in this one mega package. Right?
1: Yes, and it totals roughly $1 trillion in spending.
0: A lot of money. It's, it's most of the discretionary money on the table this year. Uh, does it seem like they'll have the votes to get it passed?
1: I think so. But one of the things that you have to remember is that there's no – Spending level for all of these bills that has been agreed to by the House, the Senate, and the White House. And until they get that agreement, these bills are sort of a first step. In what will be several months of negotiations, not only about how much the federal government should spend on discretionary spending in fiscal 2020, which begins on October 1st, but really what the policy there should be. And we're, we already know what some of these big issues are going to be down the line. Of course, border barrier spending and the number of detention beds that Immigration and Customs Enforcement can have. Those are sort of perennial issues. But then there's a lot of other language that House Democrats have put in these bills, which is really designed to be kind of like their dream bills. Like if Democrats had control of both chambers in Congress, a supermajority in the Senate, and a very left-leaning president, This is probably the package of spending bills that they would write. But because they have to work with the Republican Senate and the Trump administration, these are going to change considerably before they could actually be enacted into law, which is going to be several months of negotiation.
0: Yeah. So there's no way this package uh, gets far in the the – Republican-controlled senator, but it doesn't even get there, right?
1: Correct. But it's really important to pay attention to some of these policy provisions as well as the spending levels that Democrats have, not only in total but throughout the 12 bills, because these are going to be the issues that hold up final bills down the line. And so it's really important to see what they highlight in their floor speeches and what they sort of don't mention that's in some of these bills there's a lot of reading between the lines that you can do from watching floor debate on the bills themselves as well as the amendments that are going to be offered which of course will give us several late nights
0: yeah and of course the biggest fight as you pointed out is likely to be the border wall right i mean this package contained none of the money that President Trump wants for the Board of
1: Well, this package does not include the Homeland Security Spending Bill, which is typically where that would go. Oh, that's go. right, okay. So, so, that, so that we're not debate, there
0: yet. That, we're not there for that That is
1: definitely yet. one of the big issues that we're looking at in the context of fiscal 2020 and all 12 of the spending bills, but it's not one of the issues that's gonna be on the House floor with this package of five bills. That'll likely come later. We know that House Democrats are gonna package the other ones. We don't necessarily know what combination whether we could see two more packages, three more packages, maybe just one more package. Um, Given how how long we might see debate on this, we know that Hoyer has said that there will be amendment debate after last votes on Thursday. That means that a final vote on this five-bill package won't come until next week. And so how long they need to spend on that debate and how much that may sort of work its way into next week's House schedule is probably going to have some factor in what the next package will be and what legislation will be in that and how many amendments can come to the floor.
0: Right, because this package covers five of the bills, which means we'd have seven more to do this month for Hoyer to make his goal. Correct. So maybe one or two more of these bundled packages uh, to still to come. Probably. And so Jen, We should expect to see – I mean, we know all of these bills are going to boost spending from current levels, right, if the House has its way.
1: Right. The House uh, has written its appropriations bills to the level that it deemed, which is higher than the numbers they had in fiscal 2019, which is the current fiscal year. So all of the 12 spending bills do get at least a modest increase in spending. But one of the things that's going to be really interesting and potentially very complicated down the line is that this final spending agreement – between the House, the Senate, and the White House is a lower number for defense discretionary and non-defense discretionary. House Democrats are going to have to cut some of their proposed increases in spending, which is typically a much harder thing to do than to plus up your bills later in the year.
0: Right. So th- that's the debate we're going to have is until we get a, until we get a spending deal and we know how much, how much real money is going to be available. Correct. So that's the debate as it stands right now. We'll be keeping a close eye on the House floor this week as, th- as this debate unfolds and the, the spending package comes, gets some action. Meanwhile, here's what else to look for this week in budget news. The main event being the five-bill package, but the House Appropriations Committee plans to complete work on the last two of its 12 annual bills. Those are the Financial Services Bill and the Homeland Security Bill. The Homeland Security measure is sure to trigger another partisan battle because the bill is written by Democrats and it contains none of the money President Trump wants for a border wall. And the House Budget Committee this week will hold a hearing assessing the financial costs of climate change. That does it for us today. If you have any questions or comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email. The address is cqpodcast at cqrollcall.com. My thanks again to Jennifer Shutt, our appropriations reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Jen.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, which you can find on Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or just Google the phrase CQ Budget Podcast. And for more budget news, you can subscribe to CQ.com or visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at Roll Call. See you next week.